When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We like that. You like that. I just said that we liked it. You like that. Yeah. Kirk Cousins talked yesterday about his future, about his contract situation. And so this this is one of two Purple Daily episodes we're hitting you with here today. Well, Purple Daily on draft, too. You got to find that where Declan, Miles, and Tyler talked about the national championship game last night. Michael Penix, J.J. McCarthy. So inject that one in your veins. But we come to you here presented by Quick Trip with just a little bonus episode about Kirk Cousins quotes from his uh, exit interview session. And then the meatier, longer episode is going to be our first of a few different stabs at doing the offseason for the Vikings. So cap space, touch on some free agency and a mock draft simulation. So we're pretty loaded here on this Tuesday. Uh, a shout out to our friends at Ballard's Resort, by the way. So if you're looking for a great fishing getaway this summer, Ballard's Resort on Lake of the Woods is a place you should strongly consider. Situated on the south shore of Lake of the Woods, right where the rainy river flows into this massive lake. I know Judd's not much of an outdoors person, but man, you can find your peace. You can be drinking oh, a beer beautiful. on a dock, man. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Uh, it's also Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital of the world. And with the fleet of Ballard's fishing charters, you can anticipate a professional angling experience. You can be guided and captained by a U.S. Coast Guard licensed guide. Book your dates before they fill up for this summer. Go to BallardsResort.com. That's BallardsResort.com. I'm sure some Vikings players are booking some uh, off-season plans earlier than they anticipated, including Kirk Cousins. 
Uh, here is what he said yesterday. And there's, there's other stuff too, but this is kind of the, he was asked, hey, would you take a hometown discount? And he said, another really good question. One I've thought about pretty much my whole 12 years is that question. I do think it's important to be aware of. I think God has blessed me financially beyond my wildest dreams. So at this stage in my career, the dollars are really not what it's about. I had a coach who I was with who was a younger coach at the time. This was back eight, nine years ago. McVeigh? I think McVeigh. I'm guessing McVeigh. KOC? McShanahan? I think he would have told us if, if it was KOC, right? I think he would have, because that's what I thought at first. I thought, oh, my God, it's Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. He said, I had a coach tell me back eight, nine years ago before my first franchise tag, and we were talking about the situation. He made a great comment. He said, Kirk, it's not about the dollars. It's about what the dollars represent. I thought that was an interesting comment that he made. There'll always be some of that, but at today's point, structure is probably more important. What did you make of these comments? Oh, oh, I made a lot of these comments. First of all, uh, shout out to our friend, Ross Brendel, in doing uh, the Before I Die podcast with Ross and uh, Jesse Pierce yesterday, we talked briefly about these comments because they had just come out. And Ross pointed out that this is a this is a spin on actually a quote from Moneyball that Jonah Hill's character said to Billy Bean about going to the Red Sox at the time. Not the exact same uh, phrasing. Was, he, same was he quoting Jonah Hill? Um, yeah, he was quoting the Jonah Hill character. When he's talking to Billy Bean about going to the the potential of Bean at the time going to the Red Sox, and it was like very much a spin on this exact same phrase. Interesting. So that's interesting too because I took it from the movie quote of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight and Batman when Joker is literally burning all of this money on this boat, and his mm-hmm. quote is, "It's not about the money; it's about sending a message." Now that's a little bit more, um, a little bit more. Uh, uh, black and white than what for what Kirk, the Joker was referring Kirk to. Kirk ain't burning money. I can yeah. tell you that burning much. the money. But yeah. I also that's funny that both Ross and I's brain went to movie quotes because that was the exact same. That was a similar <laughs> thing that I was on as well. So I took this to mean that Kirk Cousins is talking about, and I mean, I, you know what? In, in this case, I don't blame him one bit. But I think he's talking about the fact that clearly when he signed here in 2018, it was about the money. It was about the guaranteed and. It was partially because Kirk has and will forever have to a certain degree, probably less now, a chip on his shoulder about being a fourth round draft pick. Like it, it was it yeah, was Tom Brady did for 20 years. Yeah, right. And I don't blame him one bit. But and and the and the team that took him in the fourth round took Robert Griffin, the third, you know. In what the top three of that I, draft. So I actually think I, I don't think he has a chip on his shoulder as a fourth round pick. I think he kind of knew like he was. He wasn't recruited to a power five school until like after his senior year in high school. He wasn't, he had to work his way through like seven layers of other players at Michigan state. I think the chip on the shoulder is the franchise tag stuff. And the fact that like, have you, I know there's not that many quarterbacks who've been franchise tagged, but have you ever heard a player just in casual conversation refer to like, just listen to this quote, you know, this is back eight, nine years ago before my first franchise tag, he kind of like, you know, we all have like timestamps for you know moments in our life, right? Oh, it was before right. my uh, before my first uh, marriage, before my first like he is timestamping a moment in his life, a very significant moment as the mm-hmm. first time he was disrespected by a team, right? My first franchise tag, which is I think why that sticks in his craw. 
And so in this case, I think when he talks about the structure, though, I think he is talking about the contract, not just as a bottom line. Uh, I do think that the cash is important and will always be. But I think he's talking about the structure of the term. I think he's talking. Mm-hmm. I think he has a I think there's no question the Cousins camp has an idea in, in mind, as they often have, about what they want. And mm-hmm. this time, yes, the money's important, but what's important too is the guarantees, how many years. Um, and then, and this is the question, because we don't know, and he's not going to say yet, but what do you want as far as, do you want three years? Because if you want three years at your age, that's a lot. Do you want two years fully guaranteed, which is still a very big investment? Do you want a year guaranteed and then the next year not, which you know I think is much more palatable? So I think what he's talking about here is more of the, um, and not just the finances, those are important, but more importantly to him at his age, I think it's the structure of the contract and the term yeah. of said contract. And what, once you get to this age too, you know, Drew Brees, even Tom Brady, although it's hard to use Tom Brady as a, I had some, you know, we got in trouble yesterday uh, on Twitter for, so, oh. bravo to Declan for grabbing some, some clips from Purple Daily's spirited quarterback discussion and, uh, and those are my timeline is still just ablaze with people debating. But um, once you get to a certain age, you're not going to get like three, four, five year contracts anymore. So I think he, I think he understands that. Even like Tom Brady was kind of like, oh, let's do like two years with Tampa, right? Or or Drew Brees was like another. He became a free agent, and then did like a two year kind of forty or fifty million dollar deal with the Saints. You know, you get to this age, but I think the question is when he says structure. That you nailed it. That means guaranteed years. I want to know where my family, I want to know where I'm going to play for. I, I think I, this is how I interpret this. When he says structure is more important, I think he wants to know where he's going to be for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Cause like anyone can just sign a one year deal. He wouldn't be talking about structure on a one year deal. Structure right. means more than one year. So if you're, and I, I don't blame him. If I'm him and my family loves it here and I love it here and, you know, I love Kevin O'Connell and I love throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson. Hell, we're both making each other better. Then I want more than one guaranteed season. And this is where the Vikings have to figure out where are they headed? How much can they, in their minds, continue to go down the path of, because even if he takes a discount, it's still going to be like 12 to 15% of the team's salary cap. And that doesn't include the void year accounting money that they still have to spread out over the next few years. I mean, it's going to be like, there's really no way to make it a true discount. You're going to have a 36 year old Kirk cousins coming off an Achilles tendon injury, even if he takes a little bit less than maybe Atlanta would give him. And it's going to eat up a huge percentage of your cap. It just is. Can you continue to build a car around that over the next two or three years with him making that high of a percentage of like, it, it all goes back to the same sort of conversations but that's what he wants and then on the it's not about the dollars it's about what the dollars represent i told you guys this with doogie on our scoop episode when you say it's not about the dollars but what the dollars represent it's about the dollars you can't say it's a it's not about the dollars it's what the dollars represent well then okay it's not about the dollars in your life anymore because you've made a quarter of a billion dollars playing football that's what he's saying i don't he's saying i don't need the money but I want the respect of right. being paid somewhere in the neighborhood of where my performance ranks among other quarterbacks. So you can't say it's not about the, like it, whether it's about the, you don't, you're not living check to check if you're cousins, but your ego is still invested and your pride is still invested in wanting to make as much money as 
the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. And that's the thing. Yeah. And, and look, I, Kirk Cousins in 2018 became the first ever National Football League player ever to have his full contract guaranteed. Okay. Like you don't do that. And then like, Hey, you know what? I'll just take a couple of bucks for this year. Um, it, It's not going to work that, that way. And that, that's why I think though, that one, if these two sides decide to part ways, I don't think it needs to be acrimonious. I don't think there needs to be a problem here. Both, both sides want something. And if it works fine, but if it doesn't fine too, like he's had a great run here. He's had chances. The he's Vikings, had a run here. Yeah. But no, for, but for him, he's had a great run. For the Personally, Vikings, professionally, life-wise, yes. he's had a great run. It, sure. He's had a great run. He got featured in quarterback. Now we all know that he's lovable and he's far more <laughs> li- likable than a lot of guys out there who play his position. I think he's had a great run here. I think the Vikings have had a decent run here. I mean, it's been disappointing, but it hasn't been an abject failure unless your goal is to win a Super Bowl, in which case it has. But the but the important thing here is, and I will continue to say this, and we, we touched on this with Doogie, you know, I, I think the mistake is in assuming everyone in TCO Performance Center at this point has the same view. I, I'm sure they're not on the same page. I, I think O'Connell loves the certainty of Kirk, and I think he's gotten a lot out of Kirk. And I think if Kirk is back at the right price, Kevin O'Connell thinks he can prosper. But the reality is, if you run this team, if you're the Wilfs, if you're crazy, I think most importantly, you've, you're looking at a laundry list that goes way above your quarterback. You're looking at a laundry list of needs, um, which is why I think that the only real thing that they can do here, the smartest move is to come to an agreement that, hey, let's kick the can, uh, let's kick it down the road on the date that we would have to have you signed by or else all the dead cap comes back on, which is the start of the league year. So the Vikings aren't going to sign him right now. The Vikings aren't going to sign Kirk Cousins after the start of the league year because they'll be paying his salary cap what? hit and the dead cap hit. Can we just, real, like, let's pause just to, because this is, like, really confusing in the weed stuff that let's just clarify for the audience because you've reported on this, you've done some digging on this. The league year starts, like, the second week in March. Right. When the league year starts, if the Vikings don't have a new contract in place with Kirk Cousins, then the Vikings are on the hook for a $28 million cap hit yep. in 2024 regardless of whether Kirk Cousins, like that number hits the books for 2024. Yep, right? it sticks. Okay. And it sticks. So what the Vikings can do, though, and what Kirk, and Kirk should be, th- this actually benefits Kirk. What the Vikings should do, as as Declan said a year ago, was done with uh, Dalvin Tomlinson's contract, is you can move that deadline from the start of the league year mm-hmm. into, let's say, April. Now, he's going to be signed before then, so it's not a problem there. But that allows him to explore the market, and the Vikings can bid if they so desire. I think that is easily the best thing. And if teams are like, you know what, Kirk, you're coming off an injury. You're going to be 36. No, thank you. The Vikings might very well step up and say, well, we will pay you. We love you. Yeah, but then you need he's such a huge chunk of what you're trying to do one way or the other because you're also trying to figure out Daniil Hunter, whether you're going to try to bring him back, and then whether those guys are back or not, other free agents you're trying to keep contact with. It kind of felt like last year free agency got away from the Vikings a little bit where they're trying to figure out the Kirk thing. They're also trying to figure out the Daniil thing, and they're pushing that down the road. They're trying to figure out Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen and Eric Kendricks and all these guys. And, you know, because they're trying to sift through all their in-house baggage, did they did they not get a jump start on a key defensive tackle or somebody that they, you know what I'm saying? 
That's yeah. like when, when you when you drag out your in-house baggage. Yeah, you miss out on focusing on external free agents. But this is the quarterback spot. I I would far prefer to get this right. And and the one nice thing in this case is if Kirk hits the market and day one, like I think that this would go fast. So if Kirk hits the market in day one or two, the Falcons come along and say four years, dude. We let's go, guaranteed. He's gone now. You know exactly what you have to do in the draft. So and and I don't think the Vikings. Besides Daniil internally, I, I don't expect the Vikings to, to be huge players in the free agent market as far as, as guys coming into the market from different teams. So again, I think that this I think the most important thing here is to set your future path. And this is part of that step. Because the worst thing that, that you could do is rush into a cousin's contract that you really don't like, but it's like, oh my God, we gotta sign him. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's other bridge guys out there, too. I mean, like, again, I'm going to preface this by saying the person I'm about to name is Jack not is as good us. as Kirk Cousins right now. Do not put this on social Lop media. Lop that off right there. Okay, take <laughs> that first part, Jack. Actually, got it. If, Lop Kirk, that off. if Kirk decides to sign with the Falcons because he can't find an agreement with the Vikings, yep, there are professional quarterbacks, bridge quarterbacks you could bring in that are better than Nick Mullins, like a Ryan Tannehill, for instance who according to Pro Football Focus is projected to make 5 to 8 maybe 10 million dollars a year and draft your quarterback. Like there's but you'd want to know pretty quickly, okay, he's Kirk's gone. Do we need someone other than Nick Mullins? Yes, I think for a bridge quarterback. But yeah, these are all this all has to play out in the next couple months, which is what makes this show and this oh, time God. of year so much fun <laughs> once the season's over. So excited. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So Miles threw out this idea today on Purple Daily on Draft, and this is if the Vikings have decided before the league year started that they are going to move on from Kirk Cousins. All right, so they are going to enter quarterback uncertainty, or I guess it's not quarterback uncertainty. Let me rephrase that. Life after, life without, life yeah. without Kirk Cousins. Better way to say that. Would they, instead of making the trade to move up on draft day, make that trade early in the offseason so they can now game plan Panthers on did it. March on March 10th, they have they have forfeited three first round picks to move all the way up. Maybe let's call it to three to what Judd said. I said five, but like let's call it three to be really safe. You really know the third quarterback, the one you want, will be obviously be there at three. Now you get to do eight or six, eight weeks of scouting, of figuring out which guy it is at the combine, vetting process, interviews, all that stuff. And that is a plan. That is like that is a legitimate plan that they can that the Wilfs also I think can be talked into to saying, hey, we're not going to go and roll the dice and roulette it on draft day to figure this out. 
we're going to know this for six weeks, who we want. We're going to do all of our betting process and go from there. As Declan laid that out, I just thought of something. Let's say you do it with Declan and Miles are saying, and you, and you use Judd's, uh, Judd used the, the, we used the draft trade chart to move up to three, just having fun yesterday. Let's see, move up to three, knowing that, hey, there's a couple players. I mean, if Drake May, we love him, Jaden Daniels, right, Marvin Harrison Jr. Let's say the first pick is Caleb Williams and the second pick is Drake May, and you've traded up to number three. And oh, that's interesting. We got, we already have Jordan Addison here. He's fantastic. We could draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and trade Justin Jefferson for two first round picks and some other things and not pay him thirty five million dollars. You cannot blow an episode, the juicy one of the on just some random <laughs> thought. I should have gotten this in my notes. Yeah. This is a whole show. As Declan I'm, always says, be careful. I'm speculation. God, I have Declan's thoughts like, on what this. the hell are you doing? I, I have thoughts on that. Not, not because of what Phil just did there. I have thoughts on that exact idea. And if, if we want, I'll withhold them because we also well, talked about that exact scenario on Purple Daily. On I feel like we have a list. Uh, awesome. We literally have an email thread oh and a God. list of like 20 different speculative offseason discussions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add We've this got a Jefferson discussion, trade discussion, but this sort of ups the ante. Well, like, because this replaces, up to this replaces somebody. Now we're doubling down on an wow. Marvin Harrison Jr. Wow. Okay. One other thing here. Uh, I, I want to I read you from one of the leaders of that locker room, his thoughts on Kirk Cousins here. A shout out first, Judd, to our friends at Livia, mm-hmm. who are helping people change their lives and get in the best shape of their lives here for the start of the new year. Yep, exactly right. Like Sports Dad a couple of years ago, 40 pounds off. And here's the best part. My friends at Livia Weight Control Centers are going to help you keep the weight off, and they're going to do it with a deal for the new year. Get this. Your first three months are free. That's right. You're going to drop those pounds. You're going to feel great. It's going to be springtime. Now you're fitting into all those clothes. You're feeling fantastic. And first three months are free. Also, they're now offering breakthrough weight loss medication options as well. This is the place to go. They're going to help you keep that weight off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, inside or outside the state, because the whole program can be done virtually. In fact, we've had folks from Tennessee, New York, PD Faithful have found out exactly how effective the program can be. So you should too now. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. A. Man, okay. Brian O'Neill was asked, "Hey, do you want you want Kirky Boy to come back?" And he was like, "No, I hate that guy." No, he said the opposite. He said everything about how Kirk carries himself. He came in. He was a fourth round pick. He was the number two overall, uh, the number two overall pick in the same draft. Cl- uh, he, I'm sorry, he has the number two overall pick in the same draft class on the same team, RG three. He wasn't the first overall pick. He's not six foot eight. He doesn't run a four point two but he maximizes 100% of everything he's given. And that story is relatable for a lot of guys. I think regardless of what everyone believes or what their purpose or moral compass is or how they go about their life or philosophy, I think everyone can look at Kirk and say, whatever his is, he lives that fully every day. He's more true to himself than most people I've ever met. He's just true to himself in his preparation, his beliefs, and he's a baller. He's really, really good. And I would just love for an opportunity to play with him again. And that's one of the leaders of the locker room. So I think if, I think if you were to do a referendum in that Vikings locker room without any other context, like, Hey, do you want Kirk back? I'm pretty sure a hundred, a hundred percent return would be. Yes. We want Kirk back. Yes. I agree completely. And look, players are going to look at Kirk. I, I mean, that's, that's why it's dangerous to ever have a coach in charge of 
personnel moves because I feel like from the coach on down, right? So coach and players, they are going to look at 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 you know the fact that Kirk is a good a good player. I think he can definitely. We've seen this lead. We didn't see that a while back, but we've seen that now, and they feel that Kirk is the safe guy because Kirk because yeah. what the players will say is, look at what we just went through. You know, we went from. Dobbs to uh, Mullins to Hall, you know, Kirk is stability. But that's where once you get to Quasi and the front office, that's where they have to say, okay, that's true. But what gives us the best chance to win a championship? Like the safety does, because if you're a player, you're not thinking about contracts. You're not thinking about, you're, you're thinking good for Kirk. He got his, right? Correct. Yep. Like you don't, you're not building a roster. And, and again, I think the Kirk thing, and there are some who aren't going to like this at all, or they don't, they don't want to pivot to it. But I think the Kirk thing also now has a lot to do with not, do you like Kirk or not? It's age. It's where you're at as a franchise. Like it's, it's the, it's the nature of this draft being very quarterback. If I can, if I can articulate this well, this is no longer a referendum on Kirk. This is a referendum on where this franchise stands right now. Yeah. And that's... and that's why I think that this this conversation to me should not be this hot button you hate Kirk, you love Kirk. This should well, be a, <laughs> what's I know, I know, but you know, this should be a, a conversation on what's really best for the long-term future of the Vikings and the quest of not trying to be good. Hey, can we be good or not trying to be safe? Uh we're so afraid of not being safe that we're never great, that the Vikings yes. are, are never great. Yep. We can, you know, we talk about risk, right? We mentioned this with, with Doogie on that scoop episode too. Doogie was in the locker room yesterday. So there's all sorts of great nuggets and sort of anecdotes from players. But, you know, we, we talk about the risk of moving on from what you have right now into this unknown, but we don't talk about the risk of not doing it. You know, the risk of, okay, you bring back a 36 year old Achilles, let's say we're talking about, structure that Kirk likes two years guaranteed you could still draft a quarterback I think it might be a little less light I think you'd probably play a little safer then if you signed him to a two-year guaranteed deal I don't think you're draft I don't think you're then trading up for Jaden Daniels no No. maybe you maybe you take McCarthy in the second round or something you're you're kind of hedging right but then two-year two-year contract Kirk Cousins we know it's safe it's secure we know what we're getting possibly by the way Achilles 36 years old you don't really know Sure. Well, isn't there a risk in passing on a guy that could be Josh Allen, that could be Patrick Mahomes, that could be Justin Herbert? There's there's tons of risk in that, too. We only think about the risk in, like, the action that you take as opposed to the action that you don't take. And that Correct. has to be factored in. Correct. And and so to sort of crystallize this, I've got a story from th- this year that, that does not involve any mention of Kirk. But it's one of the things that bothered me the most. And in retrospect, I think bites you in the ass. If it's true, and I and I don't have a reason to believe it's not true. You guys remember around the deadline when Quazy, I think Quazy did a presser after the deadline, after the trade d- deadline yeah. passed, and he he gotten uh he'd gotten uh, Dobbs in that trade. And he said he was asked something along the lines of, Did you come close to or consider trading Daniil Hunter? And he said you know, players came to me and said, give us a chance. Give us a chance to win. Give us a chance. Now, on the surface, that sounds great. Oh, you listen to the players. That's fantastic. It's the worst thing you can possibly do. Now, keeping Hunter, if it's your decision, okay, then you're going to take the hit for it or not. It turns out to be great. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. But think about that for a second. If that locker room was allowed to decide, or or let's say in the case of Hunter, they were allowed to decide, Daniil Hunter could have potentially gotten you a conditional first-round pick and a second-round pick. For sure. Daniil Hunter could have put you in that catbird seat of this draft far more. And he had 16 and a half sacks, and he is phenomenal. But there's a very good chance he is going to walk away from your team as a free agent, and you're going to get nothing back, and you just won seven games. Yeah, if, if Daniil walks and you wind up, you're, you get like a – well, no, you wouldn't get a comp pick for him, right? Or no, you, uh, you let's would, look on that. You would, I, in 2025, you might get yeah, like a Yeah, but not this year. Pick. Correct. Yeah. Quasi mm, on, on so up, I found that transcript too of exactly someone asked how do you characterize the interest you got especially on Daniil Hunter and Quasi said I try to keep my calls with other teams confidential but look he's a talented pass rusher he's leading the league in sacks there's going to be phone calls whether it's just parts of conversations or more direct but ultimately we decided what we decided and we were going to move forward and I'll I'll uh, tag team this with Someone asked, so you want Kirk Cousins back next year? They asked him that, like, in the next follow-up question. And Quasey said, I mean, Kirk played great. I think my want for Kirk to come back isn't just a me thing. You know, it's a negotiation. You come together at the table, and you try to see if everything works together, and we'll have dialogue when that time occurs. He Mm -hmm. has never, when given many chances, he has never flat-out said, oh, we want him back. It's always about, we want him, but it's a negotiation, this, that the other so it's not a champagne problem as it's he a problem yeah so all right let's there's so much more meat on that bone but we've got we've got our first stab on our next episode here of crafting the vikings off season, and we'll see where it goes we're all going to put our heads together as if we are running that front office which would be a horrible mistake if the vikings ever let that Ages. take place <laughs> So thank you for hanging out with us here on this bonus episode, Purple Daily, presented by Quick Trip. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die.